Welcome back to Americanish. My name is Adela Kochav. And I'm Miriam Waba, and we are the Daughters of Diaspora. So today we're going to talk about English, right? So Mariam and I's first language was not English. We had to learn English when he came to the U.S. Usually when I talk to people and they hear me speak, they say, well, your English is perfect. And I say, thank you. I paid for it. (laughs) Because when I first moved here, I had a speech therapist. Um, Her name was Cynthia. And she gave me a very beautiful, clean Vermont accent, which is why it doesn't sound like I'm from Jersey or from New York and why I don't have a Mexican accent. But it took a lot of work. It took a lot of trial and error. And if it wasn't for her, I don't know if I would have been able to shake it. Now, I understand your experience learning English was a little bit different and less formal than mine. Yeah, I definitely didn't have a speech therapist. Um, so when we moved to America from the from Egypt, my God, um, and we lived in Queens, we were obviously low-income family in a low-income household, immigrants. Um, so I was in ESL classes for a long time. Um, they would take me out of my English classes in school and middle school and even up until I think maybe the first or second year of high school and I would be learning ESL instead of the regular English. Um, aside from school, we also had to do some some lifting at home. Uh, did you ever watch PBS cartoons when you were little? Yes, I did. Yeah, so like Word Girl, the dinosaur one, the one with the duck. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh my god, Di- was it Dinosaur World? I think it was Dinosaur World. So all those cartoons, Electric Electric World or something like that. Um, so all those cartoons or shows that, you know, would really get down to the root of letters and they'd push them together and they'd make the duck and that's how you learned how to pronounce the letters. Um, so that was a big part of my English learning experience, PBS. And it was free, so we didn't have to buy cable. You could just have it on your TV. Um, another part of it is watching Friends on TV, which is why I have a really dry sense of humor because I love Chandler. Uh, <laughs> so that kind of not only formed my language skills, but formed my personality in a way because I, I that stuff rubbed off on me. And I'd say that it did a really good job because I'd say your level of English is well beyond proficient. You are 100 billion percent fluent. It's really funny you say that because... Language is one of my biggest insecurities. Really? And that's also why I take sometimes take long pauses in the middle of sentences because I'm thinking in a different language. And my brain has to go do the computing process of what am I saying? Does this syntax work in a different language? And then it comes out of my mouth. And it's like, you know, when a, a computer is buffering and that like loading thing is going on. That's what's happening inside my brain. <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, so do you dream in English? It depends on who's in the dream. Obviously, if it's my mom, it'll be in Arabic. And if it's somebody that I know from school, they're talking in English. Um, But that's always fascinated me, me too, because I always ask people who speak different languages which one they dream in. That's crazy. So, you know, when it comes to language insecurity, I feel super comfortable in English. But in Spanish, I realized I have a speech impediment. Um, I can't roll my R's. I'm the worst Mexican you've ever met. I cannot roll my R's, which in Spanish isn't just the I can't roll my R's. It's an actual speech impediment. So when I speak Spanish, I'm very self-conscious about that. I already know what words I can and can't say. Um, I learned to work my way around it. I can't say, for example, cigarro, which means cigarette. But I can say fumar, which means smoke. Uh So, you know, you work your way around words that you hear and that you might say. Um, But I realized my biggest Spanish insecurity was when it came to public speaking. Mm -hmm. One time I was supposed to speak about my lawsuit, right, in Spanish. 
And I realized I don't know how to say, you know, systemic discrimination in Spanish. <laughs> These things have never come up before. And I was able to find an article written about my lawsuit in Spanish. And I literally sat there in tears, taking notes two hours before <laughs> I was supposed to speak, writing someone else's words, being like, all I have to do is remember what they said I did. <laughs> It's really funny when it comes to that insecurity too, because it's it's real. And if you're in a professional setting, like interviews or, or trying to communicate a complex idea and you just feel stuck, it's really, really frustrating. Um, the way I like to look at it or the way I like to pull the positive out of it is it lends itself to having creative ways of communication. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I'm sure you guys have heard me say something that isn't actually how you say it on the show, but um, I had this friend in college that used to call pot, uh, covers the pot hat because it used to cover the pot and that's just like a funny way to explain it but I, I try to find really creative ways to uh, communicate complex ideas that I'm not sure I would know how to otherwise do does that make sense I think that makes perfect sense wait question so I know we have Spanglish right like I'll be walking with my family and we'll say donde quieres parquear el car you yeah. know like <laughs> they're not words in Spanish yeah. or donde pusiste el tape it's called diurex, you know, but uh, or cinta if you want to get very formal. Yeah. Do you have like a Spanglish with Arabic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My grandpa, I'm sure somebody else coined it, but my grandpa coined the, the term Angelizi, okay. which is Arabi and Inglizi, English. So he calls it Angelizi. So you'll begin a sentence in Arabic and move to, to English and or, or like conjugate an Arabic word using English rules. <laughs> Like the word freeze is not a word in Arabic, but I'll say anahafarazha, which <laughs> like is the conjugation of freeze in English, but saying it in Arabic, it's very complicated. I mean, my group chats, because my family's from all over the place, we have some people writing in Arabic, some people writing in <laughs> French, some people writing in Spanish. I write in English like, hey guys, just coming in with a neutral language. Yeah. Um, completely disregarded, it goes back to French. Yeah. So I completely hear that language interaction. What language do you text your parents in? So I, I can read and write Arabic at maybe a high school level, so not great, but you can write Arabic in English letters. And obviously, not all the letters are the same. So, ain and ha, they, there's no English equivalent of those letters. So, you use the, for ain, it's the number three backwards. Mm -hmm. It's just flipped. So, when you see Arabic's typing or writing and there's like a seven or a three in there, that's a letter. <laughs> it's no longer a number. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now, we have been ending with phrases or words that we yeah. like in our native languages. So is there a phrase in Arabic that you'd like to end with? I have to pull up my phone for this because I have to remember it, but um, I don't use it often. I just think it's really funny. So uh, this is an Egyptian um, funny saying and from different country, Arab country to Arab country, they differ. But in, in Egyptian, we say and that basically means the belly dancer dies with her hips still moving. Um, and basically that's a funny way of saying old habits die hard. Like the belly dancer is dying, really bad image, but you get my point. <laughs> um, but her hips are still moving because that's her habit. So that's my, that's my Egyptian phrase of the week. Yeah. Well, look at us ending with Egyptian phrases. I guess <laughs> the belly dancer dies with her hips that's still moving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Tuning on American-ish. More episodes coming to you soon. See you soon.